13, and it is these words, which I'm sure many of you are very familiar with. It is the words of the Apostle Paul while he was in prison, and he had written to the Philippian church, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 13, which says this, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. So I just want to repeat that again, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So we want to just take a look at this passage this morning. And uh, I want to just also give you a little bit of background to, to the situation. The Apostle Paul is in prison. This is one of the prison epistles or the, one of the prison letters that... Uh, Paul wrote when he was in prison under Roman guard, and while he's in prison, he's, uh, he's following the Lord, he's, um, we read earlier from chapter 4, verse 4, he's rejoicing in the Lord, he's giving thanks to God, even though he's in prison, he says, actually, this has, has caused the gospel to spread, that's right, even in this bad situation, in this imprisonment where he can't come and go freely, he says, this has actually caused the gospel to prosper. This has caused the work of God to prosper because everybody in the prison knows I'm a Christian. Everybody in the prison knows why I'm here. I'm here for the sake of the Lord Jesus Christ. So everybody's talking. This prisoner, Paul, is here because of the gospel. And the gospel is beginning to spread. Isn't it amazing when we are... In, in seemingly bad situations that God seems to move the most. Sometimes when we're in a lockdown situation, when we're in a bad situation, that is actually when God is moving the most. As somebody once said, God is silently moving in the shadows. So even though our outward circumstances seem to be bad, uh, just like the Apostle Paul, his outward situation was not good. He was restricted. He was confined to a room or, or a very small area. Yet, he is encouraging us to rejoice in the Lord. He is encouraging us to be steadfast in our faith. He is encouraging us to, to celebrate the goodness of God and the blessings of the Lord. And he goes on. Um, in this passage here to, to tell us a few other things and I want you to have a look in your Bibles to Philippians chapter 4 and verse 10. Philippians 4 verse 10. He says, I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed you were concerned but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Or as one translation says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, praise God, God is the God of strength. God is the God of victory. Our God is an awesome God. Is there anything that God cannot do? Our God is a miracle-working God. 
we see that our God can do signs and wonders and miracles. But sometimes we are put into a bad situation. Right now, the whole world is in a bad situation. Whoever imagined that a pandemic would shut the world down so that people are in a lockdown situation? Well, that's exactly where we are right now. And many people are struggling. Many people are discouraged. Many people are afraid. People are frightened to go out. Some people I've heard have not been out of their homes since the first lockdown. I mean, that is a prison sentence in itself. Just at least you've got your own home, you've got your own facilities, you've got your own food, but never to go out for nine or ten months. A lot of people are in that situation. And a lot of people are in a lockdown situation. A lot of people struggling to be happy. A lot of people just struggling with mental health issues. A lot of people afraid and worried about the future, worried about the vaccine, should I take it or not, worried about what the future holds for them. So a lot of people in a prison situation now, in a lockdown, which in exactly is exactly what Paul was in. He was in a lockdown situation. But listen to his spirit and listen to his words of encouragement this morning from the Word of God. And he says in verse 4 of chapter 4, he says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. In the Lord, always. And he tells us this morning to rejoice regardless of your situation. You see, our true joy and our true peace and our true happiness should not be to do with our outward circumstances. Amen. Our true joy in life must not be if I have got a load of money in the bank or I am doing a lot of socializing and it makes me feel good because I'm able to see all my friends and family and I've got a job to go to and I love my job and, and, and all of these positive outward things, we do thank God for them. But our true joy in life must come from an inward joy, an inward strength so that no matter what situation you're in, no matter how bad the outward circumstances are, you are going to be happy on the inside. Now we looked last week at Pastor Chen who was put into prison in China for 18 years and for six years his job was to clean out the cesspool of 60,000 prisoners. You cannot imagine how filthy, how bad that was. The excrement of 60,000 prisoners. He had to work in that situation, thank God. In the six years, he never became ill. He never got any of the disease in that uh, infested waters. But he says, I began to rejoice in the Lord. I began to sing praises to my God. I began to speak the word of God. Even though outwardly he had a bad situation, he began to praise God because of the situation. Nobody wanted to come near him. None of the guards came anywhere near him because he was just smelt so bad. The whole situation was bad. But inwardly, he was rejoicing. Inwardly, he was happy. He was celebrating the fact that God was with him in that cesspool. I don't know what you're in this morning, whether you're in a place of depression, whether you're in a place of discouragement, 
whether you're in a place where you don't know what to do with life, you don't know what the future holds. Friends, I want to tell you, lift up your heads to the skies. Lift up your heads to the skies and realize there is a God in heaven who cares about you. There is a God who's interested in you. And there is a God who's interested in your situation and in your circumstances. And He never designed you to go through life on your own. Amen. God designed you for fellowship, and not only with one another, but He designed us for fellowship with God. And the Bible says our fellowship is with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Praise God, all of heaven is behind us. All of heaven is backing us. All of heaven is supporting us even in this lockdown, in this situation. God knows exactly what's going on. And God wants to get the attention of the world. And He wants to get the attention of many Christians so that they know that their strength is in the Lord. So we are rejoicing this morning because of the goodness of God. We are celebrating and Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. Psalm 103 tells us that bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name and forget not all of his benefits. Who forgives all your sins? who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with, the, with good things, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Remember, friends, there are tremendous benefits for following Jesus. There are tremendous benefits from the Lord. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, even though outwardly the situation is bad, inwardly you can still carry the joy. Outwardly, Things might be bad right now, but inwardly, God can give you peace and God can give you joy and God can give you true happiness. Our joy is in the Lord. We've been looking at that over the last few weeks is, is uh, in, in the book of uh, Nehemiah chapter 10 and verse 8 where he says, The joy of the Lord is my strength. You see, friends, a lot of people are trying to find joy in things. They're trying to find joy in stuff. Oh, I can't go to the pub anymore. I can't go even go for a meal anymore. I can't even go to the school anymore. I can't even go to my work situation. I'm in a lockdown situation and it's making me very, very sad. Well, friends, put your eyes onto Jesus. Lift up your head. From whence cometh your help? Your help comes from the Lord. The maker of heaven and earth. God is always trying to get our attention. He's always trying to remind us that he's up there. That he's listening. He's, the Bible says his ears are attentive to our prayers. So we cry out to the Lord. Give us your strength, Father. The Bible promises that you will renew your strength like an eagle. So you can mount up with wings like an eagle. You know, God designed the eagle to fly high. He designed the eagle not to be flapping its wings like a chicken, not to be running around in a chicken coop, but just to lift its wings and to be carried on the thermals, to be carried up higher and higher and higher. And God wants us to wait upon him to renew our strength. He wants us to be refreshed in his presence. He wants us to be lifted up on eagle's wings so we can fly higher 
into his presence and find that joy and find that peace and find that true happiness and the love of God which satisfies the soul of every man. So I want to ask you today, are you happy or are you depressed? Because if you are depressed, you can be happy because true joy comes from Jesus. Last week we looked at the fact that Jesus was full of joy through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit brings joy and refreshing into our lives. <coughs> Excuse me. He brings the river of God. He brings the blessing of God because he brings the fruit of God. What is the fruit of God? That is righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. The fruit is the love of God. It's the joy, it's the peace, it's the goodness, it's the kindness. All of these things are free, friends. The love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, the grace of God, the kindness of God. All of these things are free. They don't cost us anything. Jesus paid the price on the cross so you could go free. He paid the price on the cross so you could have his peace. He suffered pain so you could suffer release. He suffered mental torment. He was, he was crowned with a crown of thorn, thorns on his brow so that you could have peace in your mind. He was beaten severely with rods or a whip. He was beaten to a pulp so that your body could be healed. Praise God, he is still the healer today. He was bruised for our iniquities. He took the punishment so that we could go free. That's right, Jesus took your place on the cross. Isn't that wonderful, friends, that Jesus himself took your place on the cross? You were supposed to be punished for your sins. I was supposed to be punished for my sins. We as mankind were supposed to be punished. But Jesus became the substitute. He took the place on the cross and he was crucified. He bled and died in your place. And all the punishment and all the wrath of God was poured out on Jesus. That's right. The Son of God, Jesus himself, became the sacrifice. And he took your punishment. He took your pain. He took all your suffering on the cross so you could go free. So you could experience the joy of the Lord. So you could experience peace of mind. So you could experience victory in your life. So you could experience victory over sin. Victory over habits. Victory over pornography. Victory over things that trip up people in our world today. God gives victory over victory over victory because of the cross of Calvary. Jesus bled and died. He took your place so we could walk in a place of victory. And this is exactly what God has designed for us. He wants you to walk in a place of victory. He wants you to walk in a place of freedom. So many people are suffering mental anguish. So many people are suffering pain in their head, stress in their head, anxiety in their head, stress not knowing what to do. How am I going to get through this? Because they're going alone. They're going all on their own. They're just trying to, to get through this pandemic, trying to get through this lockdown, through the stress of life. God never designed you to go alone. He wants you to go with Him. He wants you to put your hand in His hand. He wants you to rest your heart 
in his heart. He wants you to find peace of mind through his mind. As the Bible says, we have the mind of Christ. So we can have joy in the midst of the trial. We can have joy, as Paul said, I'm celebrating even though I'm in prison. I'm joyful. I feel the joy of the Lord because when you have your sins forgiven, you feel freedom. And it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. He came to deliver us from ourselves. He came to set us free from mental anguish. He came to set us free in our hearts. So many people are going for counseling. So many people are going, well, try this. And why did you try that? And, and, and so many people have tried so many things. But it's not bringing peace. Because there is no peace with God until we make peace with God. And ask Him to forgive us. So we can receive total forgiveness. Total cleansing. And the Bible says that He will come in. And He will cleanse us. And He will purify us. And he will give us that new heart so that we can live a life of victory. And so Paul is in this bad situation. He's in prison. He's in prison for quite a long time. But he's encouraging the church. He's writing to the church in Philippi. And listen to what he says in these few words again. So he's saying here, verse 11, I am not saying this because I am in need. For I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He's saying no matter what the circumstances, whether... I've had three meals a day, or whether I haven't eaten for three days. He said, I'm still happy because I've got a joy that the world does not offer. I've got a happiness that's deep inside. I've got a, a satisfaction that is coming from the Lord, and the Lord is sustaining me in this prison. God is sustaining us through this season. Our hope is in the Lord the maker of heaven and earth. Our trust is in the Lord, not only for this life, but for the next life as well, for the life that is yet to come. We have confidence in the Lord that he's going to keep us. And the scripture says around about and underneath are the everlasting arms. It's good to know today that around about and underneath are the everlasting arms of God. He is going to take care of you. He's going to provide for you, just like he did for the Israelites when they went through the desert. And he provided for them. None of their clothes wore out. Even their shoes didn't wear out. And God provided food. And God provided everything they needed. Even when they were in the desert. God was providing day after day after day. Paul is saying, I am content whether I've eaten or whether I haven't. I am content whether I have slept or whether I haven't. Because my joy is in God. He says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You see, friends, Christ has come to live in us. The Holy Spirit has come to live in us. He is our joy. He is our strength. He is our victory. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's God in you who's given you the victory over distress, who's given you victory over your circumstances. Christ became poor that you might be rich. He suffered the pain 
of death so you could have his life. He, he has given everything so you could have his riches. You could have his blessings. You could have everything that he's offering you, which is all the goodness of the Lord, all the grace of God, all the goodness of God. He said, it's yours for the taking. Just take it. Just take my joy. Take my peace and receive all the blessings of the Lord. They're yours in Christ Jesus, friends. Don't you know what you have this morning is an abundance from our God. The Bible says that God is able to make all grace abound to you so that you will have all that you need. As you become a giver, as you bless God, He's going to pour back into your life. You can't outgive God. As you start to thank God, He begins to pour into your life. As you begin to praise God, He begins to pour into your life. As you begin to give to Him, He begins to give back to you. Our God is a generous God. He is a God of abundance. He is a God of richness. He is a God who wants to pour out His blessings. The Bible says He pours out His blessing on the rich and the poor. He pours out His blessing on the wicked and the righteous. He pours out rain on the wicked and the righteous. He loves everybody and he just wants us to come into his kingdom and repent of our sins and be blessed of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you know this peace in your heart, friend? Do you know this joy in your life? Do you know this love that is an everlasting love that will never end? It comes only from Jesus. It comes only from the Father. It comes only from the Holy Spirit. And you can receive it today. You can receive peace of mind, peace in your heart, peace in your life so that you will be a joyful person. A joyful person is a victorious person. It's not how many things you have that's going to make you happy. It's how many things you have on the inside. Do you have the joy? Do you have the peace? Do you have the love? Do you have the blessing? Do you have the goodness? So you just want to bless others. And as you bless others, blessing will come back to you. As you sow, you will reap. As you just give out the goodness of the Lord, as Jesus said, those rivers of living water are just going to flow out of you. That's when you're really rich. Is because you're rich on the inside and the blessing of God is just coming out of you. The goodness of God is coming out of you. It means that you can forgive your enemies. It means you can bless those who curse you. It means that you can just bless those people who have spoken against you. And you're not going to hold any bitterness or resentment. You're just going to let it go. Because you're rich on the inside. You're not going to hold any resentment. You know that would just pull you down and make you depressed. So you just let it go. God wants to bring freedom into your life. So that you become a joyful person. A person who's full of joy. And full of the Holy Spirit. So that you can bring the kingdom of God wherever you go. Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. It's not out there somewhere. It's not in some church somewhere. The kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is righteousness, joy and peace. That's what the kingdom of God is. It's the rule of God in your life. It's the blessing of God in your life. It's the love of Jesus. And this is what happens, friends. God wants to come in. And he says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who infuses divine power into me. You can share in the life of God. You can share in the very nature of God. And, and in the book of Peter, he says, you can share 
in the very nature of God because he's going to infuse his power into you. And what does he say in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8? He says, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. One of the words for power, it's a word dunamis, which is a Greek word, but it means the ability of God. You will receive the ability of God or the power of God to be a witness for the Lord. You will receive power. That's why he says, I can do all things, even though the circumstances are bad. I can do all things because Christ is strengthening me. He, he is infusing divine power into me. You know, when you put a tea bag into a cup of hot water, what happens? It diffuses, the tea diffuses into the water. And so the tea goes from the tea bag into the water. What happens whenever you put a, a piece of metal into the fire? You leave it for 10 minutes, is that the fire gets into the metal. What happens when your body has infection and you, you, you take the antibiotics and they go into your system, they are infused into your blood and they kill the infection. This is exactly how God wants to work in your life. He wants to infuse himself in you. And Paul said to the Corinthian church, he says, do you not know that Christ is in you? Do you not know that the Holy Spirit is in you? Friends, this is the hope that we have. It's Christ in us. God is in us. God, God is either on the outside of you or he's on the inside. There was a time in my life when God was on the outside. Now he's on the inside, filling me up with joy, filling me up with peace, filling me up with his love and his goodness. God can be on the outside or he can be infused on the inside. I can do all things through Christ who gives me divine strength. Whatever situation you're in, friends, God wants us to call out to him. He wants us to receive the blessings of the Lord. He wants us to receive the abundance of God. He wants us to walk in a place of victory. What does he say in the scriptures? He says, thanks be to God through our Lord Jesus Christ, who always causes us to triumph in victory. If you're living a defeated life, you can turn to Jesus. If you're living a depressed life, you can turn to Jesus. If you're living a poverty-stricken life, you can turn to Jesus. If you're living a defeated life, you can turn to Jesus. Because our God is a victorious God. Our God will give victory on every side. He'll give you victory in your marriage. He'll give you victory with your children. He'll give you victory in your finances. He'll give you victory in life. And even sometimes when the outward circumstances are not good, He'll give you victory on the inside. Friends, we have a victory that's on the inside. What does He say? You are more than a conqueror through Him who loved you. You are more than a conqueror. You're not just a conqueror. You're more than a conqueror. God causes us to overcome every time. He will cause us to, to defeat everything that is against us. He will cause us to defeat the sin that tries to trip us up. He will defeat the temptation. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Friends, we've got something to celebrate about. 
we've got something to thank God for, is that He came into our world to give us victory. He doesn't want you to be depressed. He doesn't want you to be stressed. He doesn't want you to be worried. What does He say here in Philippians chapter 4? Just as we begin to close this message this morning, listen to what He says. He says, I don't want you to worry about anything. I don't want you to be anxious. I don't want you to be stressed. I don't want you to worry about a thing. But he says, you ought to pray about everything. In chapter 4 and verse 7, verse 6, he says, don't, don't be anxious. Don't worry. Don't be afraid. Because the Lord is going to help you. He says, pray about everything. You know, my, my uh, phrase, my favorite phrase is, prayer changes everything. It does. It changes everything. It's going to change your life. When you pray and you talk to God and you get into fellowship with God, He's, he's going to change everything around you. You can change your world by prayer. So He says, don't worry about your life. Don't be stressed. But pray about everything. That's pray about the big things. Pray about the small things. And the problem is, is that we end up with these problems because we're not praying about them. We're not talking to God about them. We're not trying to work. We're just trying to work them out on ourselves. We're not getting God involved. He says, pray about everything. And then the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. So maybe there's some things you haven't been praying about. You need to start praying about that situation. Maybe there's some things you haven't talked to God about. You need to talk to Him about that. You need to talk to Him about your future. You need to talk to Him about your work situation. You need to talk to Him about your family situation. You need to talk to God about your health situation. And keep on talking to Him. He wants to hear from you. Amen. God wants to hear from you. So cry out to God. Say, God, I need you. God, Pastor Keith is telling me, I need to talk to you. So God, I'm, I'm, I'm crying out to you. I want you to hear. These are the situation. Pray about everything. Don't be anxious about anything. And then you're going to have God's peace. Because he's going to take care of it, friend. He's going to take care of your problems. He's going to take care of your situation. God doesn't want us to be stressed. He doesn't want us to be worried. He doesn't want us to be fearful. He doesn't want us to be sick. He wants to heal us. He wants us to bring us into the blessing of the Lord. Jesus bore all our sicknesses on the cross. He took all our infirmities. Sometimes we've got to pray these things through, friend. If you're working through a sickness, you've got to keep praying it through. Don't give up. God might just do a mighty miracle straight away. Or it may need to be soaked in prayer. You may need a lot of prayer to get through that situation. And we just thank God this morning. Well, we found out one of our one of our neighbors here who works in one of the local hospitals. And he was telling us about one of his colleagues. He'd been on... Uh, he had got coronavirus, he'd been on the ventilator for nearly seven weeks, and they thought he was going to die. And I said, well, we're going to pray for him at our prayer group. And we began to pray for him, and within a week or ten days, he was off the ventilator, he was back home, and he was in a place of recovery. Praise God, he answers prayer. He is now back at work, in the hospital, totally healed, God has restored him, and they thought he was going to die. And another situation where we were praying for two twins, and uh, the, the situation was they didn't think the little girl was going to make it, 
And we began to pray in the prayer group. I know many of the people in our church were praying. Suddenly, the little girl started getting better. Suddenly, the situation started turning around because people were praying. People were interceding. People were crying out to God for a miracle. And the doctors didn't think she was going to make it. And God made sure that she made it through the prayers of his people. Friends, your prayers are powerful. Your prayers are amazing. And your prayers are working miracles. And that little girl, praise God, was born last week. And with her brother, both perfectly healthy. Praise God for answered prayer. Our God is an awesome God. Prayer works, friends. Prayer is an amazing gift that he's given us, but we're just not using it. We pray about a few things, a few crisis situations. God wants us to pray about everything. Pray about our world. Pray about our prime minister. Pray about our local government. Ask God to bless them. Pray about our, our local churches. Ask God to bless them and all our communities, that God will fill our communities. We won't push them out. We won't leave them out. We will invite God into the schools. We will invite God into our communities. He wants to bless us. He's not here to curse us. God is not standing over us with a stick, ready to beat us. He, he's come to bless us. He's come to help us. And the way that God works is through prayer. When the church prays, God moves. When the church seeks him, God acts. Because he is a prayer answering God. He listens to our prayers and he is answered prayer. Praise God for those miracles. There are many other miracles I could tell you about this morning. How God has answered prayer. Keep on praying. Keep talking to God about everything. And you are going to get the breakthrough, friend. You are going to get the breakthrough. And praise God. Sometimes if somebody isn't healed, maybe God wants them to be in heaven. And sometimes we just need to realize that maybe if somebody isn't healed, we don't understand that. Very often God heals people, but if he doesn't heal them and, and they know him as Lord and Savior, as Paul goes on to say, he says in, this, in Philippians, he says, even if I die, it's gain. As a Christian, if you die, it's a gain because you go straight to heaven. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and you're following God, if you get cut off in this life, straight into the next life. Friends, you don't need to be worried about death. If your life is in his hands, he's going to take care of you. But he said, I don't want to go yet because I've got still a lot of work to do. So friends, let's keep our eyes on Jesus. Let's keep trusting him. Let us know that it's through Christ that we can do these miracles. It's through our God we shall do valiantly. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. May God bless this word to you. May you be encouraged this morning. And I just want to pray for you as we finish up this morning. Heavenly Father, I thank you for all those who are listening today. And Lord, I pray for those who are depressed. Lord, I just pray for those who are suffering mental anguish. Lord, I pray for those who are suffering in their bodies. Lord, they're suffering in their mind. Lord, I pray you bring release to them right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I pray you'll set them free, Lord, and you'll bring deliverance to them, Father. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, you said your word, and Lord, you heal them. Heal all the sick, heal all the oppressed, heal all the afflicted, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, bring miracles to those who are listening. Bring healing to those who are listening. Let people be set free right now. In Jesus' name, we command healing. We command the blessing of the Lord to come upon you now. 
in Jesus' name, be loosed from your infirmity, be loosed from your sickness, be loosed from depression, be set free in the name of Jesus, be loosed from all infirmity, be loosed from all anxiety, be loosed from the fear of man, be loosed from the fear of the future, be loosed from the fear of coronavirus. In the name of Jesus, I bind the fear of coronavirus. I bind the fear of COVID-19. I take authority over it. For all who are listening, Father, take away the fear of man and take away the fear of the virus. Lord, we will not be afraid in Jesus' name. We will be confident that you will look after us and you will be our shield, Father. I pray for the peace of God to come into their minds, the peace to come into their hearts, to flood their hearts and lives. Lord, bring peace to all who are listening today and comfort every heart, Lord. If there are any listening who have lost loved ones, Father, just through this crisis, I pray that you will comfort them today through the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.